to another episode of Assurance in Action. I am Seth Martin Wick, and this is the podcast of your total quality assurance provider, Intertech. Today, I'm joined with John Searle, the Global Quality and Technical Director for Intertech Food Services. Today, we'll be discussing food contamination and hygiene. John, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing very well, thank you. So, John, could you describe your background with food safety and uh, your role with Intertech? Um, I've been with Intertech now since um, August 2011, so what's that? That's nearly seven years I've been with Intertech now. Um, and during that time, I've been primarily working for the global business line for food, and that as the quality and technical director. And what that effectively means is that, is that I help our laboratories around the world, our food laboratories around the world, that is, um, on their quality, uh, looking after their quality, looking at new technologies, um, understanding their operations, um, looking at uh, various processes and looking at uh, new ways of doing things within our laboratories and new services. Um, prior to that, I was um, I used to work for I worked for a number of commercial laboratories as, as a manager of laboratories of food laboratories, pharmaceutical laboratories, chemical consumer products as well as doing inspections, audits, and uh, advisory on things like regulations and general food safety law. Uh, prior to that, I was um, uh, what was known in the UK as a public analyst. And this is a person who's a scientific advisor for local authorities. So I was, uh, I was uh, uh, an expert witness for, for local authorities in, in scientific matters. So that's pretty much where I am at the moment. I've got over 25 years experience in, in food testing and also food regulation. Very good. So with food recalls constantly in the headlines in 2018, we're well into 2019 now, but uh, looking back, what do you think were the main causes? Well, I, I, I had a bit of a think about this one and, uh, and I looked, um, I looked on, certainly in the UK, I looked on the, uh, with the Food Standards Agency and I also looked at some of the issues raised in the US as well. And it seems to me that the main cause of product recall, certainly for 2018, is still with uh, microbiological contamination, um, uh, the, present, the presence of pathogens. Certainly in the UK, looking at reports from the Food Standards Agency up to September 2018, there were 57 product recalls in the UK, of which 25 of those were microbiologically related. Uh, there were others as well, which uh, were a mixture of things like physical contamination with glass and rubber, uh, metal contamination, some chemical contamination as well, but predominantly it was microbiology. And this sort of mirrors some of the major product recalls that you've actually found in the US that have hit the headlines. Uh, for example, uh, there were uh, in the US you saw two outbreaks of E. coli, a bacteria that caused uh, hemorrhagic diarrhea kidney failure and death in young children. Uh, an E. coli outbreak, may, uh, which made more than 200 people sick, began in April with lettuce from Yama in Arizona, which seems to appear to be the source. The problem was thought to be under control by June, as the shelf life of, of this lettuce is only 21 days. In November, however, there was another E. coli outbreak in the US, which infected 43 people across 12 states, and was again was traced back to to lettuce and and also in october uh, a meat producer recalled 6.5 million 
pounds or, or dollars of various raw non-intent beef products due to an outbreak of salmonella between um, August the 5th and September 6th with 57 cases of salmonella across 16 states. So, so as you can see, uh, microbiology, uh, microbiological uh, contamination of our food is, is probably one of the primary um, food safety concerns, certainly in the, certainly in the US as well as, other, uh, uh, as well as in other countries. So why do you think recalls have increased compared to last year's? Um, there's a number of reasons why um, recalls uh, uh, have increased, and it's not it's not generally because of uh, poor practices or food safety. I mean, we have had um, technological advances in testing, for example. So, so we're testing for new new contaminants uh, that can be in food. We, as we learn more and more about the food that we eat, uh, we, we we're coming up with more and more issues. And it's and, and this this is probably one of the reasons why we're seeing more product recourse. We've got new targeted testing as well. Um, this this can also uh, create alerts as well and help us in, in things like the fight against food fraud. We've got the complexity of the supply chain at the moment. Uh, it, it, um, with, with that complexity comes risks as well. Because of things like the Horsegate back in 2012, a lot of manufacturers now have decided to use fewer and fewer suppliers of, of raw materials. But this has a knock-on effect because if there's a problem with that raw material, it affects more than just one manufacturer. It affects a multitude of manufacturers. And, and you've got this multiplier or ripple effect occurring where a single recall can impact numerous manufacturers, brands and countries causing reputational damage and large financial losses. Um, you've got things like, um, you know, with certainly in the US now, you've got the Food Safety Modernization Act that's now in force, as well as new technologies that has allowed for like federal health officials and companies to discover problems sooner and take action more quickly to remove a product from the marketplace. So a lot of the product recalls are assumed that we do a lot more testing and we find some listeria or, or a similar pathogen in a product and that initiates a recall which certainly didn't happen probably about 10-15 years ago. Food as you mentioned can be contaminated uh, within the supply chain at any point so in your opinion at which stage is it most likely to occur and why? Well in my opinion there's no general answer to this question um, this uh, uh, this will be based on uh, based on your operations, uh, but since Horsecat, there's been a great awareness of food fraud and the complexity of the supply chain, and it's this complexity and not fully understanding where your ingredients come from or how safe your ingredients are can lead to food contamination and product recalls. It's, it's certainly certainly within your own manufacturing process. Uh, you know, if you know your processes well and ensure that good asset procedures are in place and these critical steps are well controlled, then then you know you, you you're on the way to 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 trying to reduce the amount of contamination in your product and 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 trying to generate a safe product. Could we discuss the regulations and processes that are in place in uh, to prevent uh, food contamination in the US. Uh, in your opinion, what's missing? Uh, in response to a number of high profile recalls and rising consumer expectations around product quality and safety, 
regulatory scrutiny has been increasing around the world anyway. Many countries have implemented stricter product safety laws. And this, in a way, has led to more product recalls as well. Um, certainly in the US, I mean, the, 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 the whole of US law now is underpinned by the Food Safety Modernization Act. And within that act, it's given greater powers to, uh, uh, to the federal authorities to, to, to actually look proactively and products that are being produced in the US. And not only that, it's also pushed manufacturers to, to look at, uh, to look more critically at their production processes, as well as their supply chain and the ingredients that they're using to actually generate these products. But it's not only in the US where, where there's been um, uh, advances in the regulations. I mean, for example, in, in Canada now, you've got, you've got now the introduction of their Safe Foods for Canadian Act. You've got food safety laws that have recently been generated in Japan. You've got food safety laws and, auto, and automatic recall regulations in China, for example, and health food controls um, in Taiwan, as well as South Korea. And Singapore recently has, 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 has generated a Singapore food agency, which has been set up to look at food safety. And that's only, that's only been set up recently. So there, there's, there's a lot being done now around the world as, as, as food suppliers become more global. On, in that essence, more work is required to tighten up these new laws and more regulation is, is required to control new and emerging risks to food safety. So you mentioned more of a global, uh, global supply chain. Um, so with organizations within that global supply chain, how can organizations reduce food contamination, as you mentioned? Well, in general, how, how can food manufacturers reduce food contamination is to ensure that, 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 that the food is manufactured, whether it's in the kitchen or in a large manufacturing unit, ensuring that they've got good hygiene practices are in place. Make sure that different knives, for example, are used for more meat. Make sure that storage is properly rotated, temperatures are adhered to. These, these, in general, sound like very basic hygiene practices and that critical points in the process are controlled and varied. But this is where contamination is likely to acquire, especially during busy periods. And, and, and again, going back to the issues of uh, supply chain and supply chain management, one of the major uh, requirement, uh, reasons for, for looking at this more critically was, was after the Horsegate um, situation, certainly in Europe during um, 2012, um, where tighter controls were, were, were necessary to actually start looking more critically at things like food fraud. Since, because food fraud has been, and it still is, a major issue for manufacturers, and it has resulted in large product recalls, reputation damage and major losses. Um, so, so therefore, at the same time, the trends for shorter product development cycles means less time to test products and to fully understand the health implications of new materials and ingredients. So these, these are the sort of things that, that we need to be aware of when we're actually producing food, is, is making sure we've got the appropriate time to actually develop, to develop the food, looking at issues of our supply chain, making sure that our ingredients are as we expect, making sure that our suppliers have the, the appropriate uh, safety controls in place, or uh, certainly to the strict safety controls that any manufacturer would have. 
um, to, to, to make sure that, that, that the food that they produce is safe and wholesome and, and is fit, fit for human consumption. How would a company like Intertech help food companies with their hygiene challenges, for example? Well, Intertech is is uh, a multinational company. Within 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 food, we have uh, thirty two laboratories around the world dealing with food safety issues. We have um, over a, over a thousand auditors and inspectors doing inspections and audits uh, throughout the supply chain. So therefore, Intertech have experts that can audit, inspect your premises to ensure that they comply with food law and that your business works to good hygiene practices, for example. We have, uh, um, we're developing at the moment a food hygiene control program, which, um, which where we got experts that go in to, to try and help you to develop your hygiene practices and to ensure that your hygiene practices uh, are, are, are in place to be able to produce safe and wholesome food. Um, to support these inspections, uh, as we said, we have 32 laboratories, which are pretty much state-of-the-art laboratories that can test products for microbiological contamination as well as chemical contamination. Um, they, these people, these, these laboratories are run by experts and they are able to interpret and advise on our results, as, as on, on your results as well. Uh, if the inevitable happens, you need, you need product recall. These experts can, can also help you either by, by um, further testing or, be, or sometimes being part of your product recall group as, as experts, as scientific experts, understanding the foods that you produce understanding the, the, the science behind that food and understanding the microbiological control of that food as well. Great. Uh, thank you for your time, John. And it was, a it was a great pleasure having you on the podcast. And uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Assurance in Action. If you would like to learn more about food contamination and hygiene, please feel free uh, to visit the links in the description of this podcast, uh, as well as intersect.com. Uh, and as always, uh, when you can, please subscribe and rate us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts.